I'm, I'm happy to be in a city which has demonstrated again and again, has been a beacon of hope that yes, we can, right? Even the most difficult challenges ever. Where else do you find the, find the sort of diversity that you find here in Dubai? Where else from the airport reception, from the Merhaba counter to your hotel, do you have an opportunity to interact with 10 different nationalities and pick up some of their language on the, on the way? Professor Richard Florida, one of the leading experts in innovation and creativity, he talks about cities being hubs of innovation. Do you agree that's a possibility? Certain regions are more innovative than others. And he talks about three T's, three words starting with the alphabet T, which make it possible. Number one, technology. You have plenty of it in the city. Number two, talent. You've been able to draw the best talent from across the world. And number three, most important, tolerance. Tolerance. The ability to listen to points of view which are vastly different than your own, right? And to bring them all together. And that is what has made this city truly innovative. And it's my pleasure being here today among you. I think there's not a lot to be said after uh, His Excellency uh, Sultan uh, bin Suleim's uh, speech this morning, which captured so many wonderful facets uh, about innovation and the history of Dubai. Never before, I think it's been an experience for myself. few things which I note down want to share with you and also helpful to me as a speaker are, in Dubai, we listen to ideas. I think that, that, really, that really captured my attention. In Dubai, we listen to ideas because there is never a shortage of ideas, yes or no? What is usually a shortage of A, the will to make it happen, B, the ability to listen to what potentially might be out there in store. And second thing we, we said is, um, in Dubai, we listen to ideas. Number two, don't listen to the experts, don't listen to the media. I think that was very touching, a very, very pertinent point he made there. In the year 2012, my niece, who was in grade six at that point of time, stopped doing her homework. So my sister called me, she said, you're an inspirational speaker and you go around the world, you're making these presentations. Look at your own house, your niece has stopped doing her homework, she's not interested in studies anymore. So I had a conversation with her, I said, look, what's going on, tell me. She said, uncle, mamu, she called me, don't you know, don't you read the newspapers? Don't you know it's the year 2012? Haven't you heard the world is going to come to an end in the year 2012, in December? It's October right now, <laughs> right? I don't want to die doing my homework. <laughs> this is the mind of a little child, right? Being affected by what's happening around her. Having said that, children are always full of possibilities. Yes or no? How many parents have young kids here? Raise your hands, please. Yeah, they're like, uh, yeah, no. You know? <laughs> They're not very eager birds, right? But they're full of possibilities. Would you agree with that? Yeah? My six-year-old daughter the other day when we were just driving past and she saw this um, little anima animal in the middle of the road intersection was hurt and it was bleeding. So she said, Dad, when I grow up, I would like to take care of this. I said, sweetie, is that what you would like to do when you grow up, be an animal doctor? She said, yes, but that's only one of the things on my list. I got a whole list of other things I want to do and this is what my session is all about.